and I were, were in Utah for the Thanksgiving holiday, we took some time to go to the mountains outside of Salt Lake near the ski resorts. And there's a small lake called Silver Lake that has a footpath around it that one can uh, take a hike. And it's not strenuous by any means. We were actually able to push Gabriel in his stroller along the path. And as I was doing that, I noticed lots about the ground. There were some places where the snow had been hard packed, and so it was rather easy to traverse. And sometimes when the sun hit it just right, it was like ice skating, and you had to be really careful not to slip. There were parts where it was completely clear of any snow, and it was just the hard ground, so it was rather easy to walk across. There were patches of dark, and there were patches of light, and then there were patches of ooey, gooey, slick, cold, wet mud. And those were moments in time when I wish I had big old muck boots on instead of my tennis shoes. And we had to squish through it all to get to the other side. Well, Herbert O'Driscoll writes about Advent and the human condition and that we are like the forest floor, dappled with darkness and light, and it is this Advent season that all of this comes together. You see, on the forest floor, there are those patches of darkness and patches of light, and sometimes there are great clearings of brightness, and sometimes the canopy is so thick that darkness is all that is on the floor. So as I walked along this path, all of that came to life for me. Dark, light, dry, and ooey-gooey, sticky mud. That is what we enter into this Advent. And in particular, this gospel passage from Luke. You see, Luke is telling us this story to let us be prepared. Jesus is telling his disciples and us that the end times are near and that we must not rest on our laurels, but be prepared. He gives them lots of information on how to act and to be in this moment. And for us, it is a good calling card and reminder of how we are to act and be in Advent as well. You see, he said that people will faint and fear with foreboding all that is coming. And I think about that fear and that fear is something that is very tangible and real, not only for them, but for us. With earthquakes and fire and war and famine and every other chaos imaginable on our earth at this time, we feel that. There's distress, there's chaos, there's calamity. And we might escape it just because we live in Dallas, Texas. And we might live on a specific block so it doesn't affect us. But it truly does. You see, as Jesus was telling them all of this, they were so fearful that they didn't know which way to turn or what to do. And I think about the, God, the, the prophet Jeremiah. He, too, was talking to a people that were experiencing chaos and the unknown. And I wonder, has anything changed in over 2,000 years? Maybe not. Maybe the change in chaos hasn't happened, but what has happened is our reaction and response to it. In the face of fear, Jesus asks for us to stand up and keep our head high. He promises these things to us of new life and resurrection and hope, 
as a calling card to our future, knowing that he cannot erase what causes fear and chaos in our lives, but he can equip us to be better at responding to it. In his parable in the fig tree, this little teeny tiny story, he reminds us that new life comes from stuff that is dormant. We all know that in springtime, the little shoots of leaves and buds come on trees and plants and flowers, and we get excited. We know what is to come, the beauty of that creation. And so in the fig tree, as we see those shoots begin to sprout, we know that new life and hope are to come, that that is not something that we take for granted, but know that it is always with us, that Jesus' presence is always with us. And so we think about this fear and this chaos that is surrounding them and us, and what do we do about it? For most of us, we just kind of stay in our little place, our safe spot. We stay with family and friends. We might turn off the TV. We might just continue to do what we do and know that that might just pass right around us. And that will get us only so far. You see, in the Bible, a prophet, a priest, Jesus, somebody says, an angel says, do not fear over 120 times. Do not be afraid. Fear not. That fear puts us in a place where we are held captive, where we don't know how to move forward or backward, but just to stay in one place. And that's not we, what we are called to do as Christians. We're called to bring new life and hope to the world around us through the power of Jesus Christ in our lives. Jesus gives the disciples and us the tools in which to do that, to stand up and raise our heads, to be on guard, and to watch out for all that is around us. It's an exhausting task, but being a Christian is not easy either. It too can be exhausting. So in this season of Advent, we are called to be on alert. We are called to be watchful for those signs around us where chaos and evil and, and destruction and darkness lie and look for a hope and joy and new life around us. We will go from darkness to light in a matter of four weeks. And that time will pass so quickly. And Jesus said that heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Heaven and earth Things that are temporal will go by as time goes on. But it is his words that will sustain us for the long journey, that will keep us true to our faith and true to who we are and know that we are God's people. Do not let fear and chaos and darkness in your life rule over what is what so ima magical and happening in the joy and the light of this world. Jesus said for us to not fear, but to come with open hearts and hands to seek and serve him and to find that lightness in a season where darkness can rule so quickly. Know that 
the acts in which you have, your words, your smile, the way in which you respond to all that is around us, those little things matter. And you might think, oh, I'm just one little person in Dallas, Texas. How can I change anything? Well, it's by your response that you change a whole bunch. You change for the person who experiences you, but not only that, you change yourself. So in this season of Advent, when darkness and light are dappled together, when we seek and search for that holiness and that space in our lives where things do pass away yet are still fulfilled and filling for us, know that Jesus is giving you the tools to prepare you, to strengthen you, and to fortify your faith, and know that you are never without him. Amen.